Scott Jennings, and today we're discussing contingency doesn't exist when low bid wins. Executive summary. When an owner determines the method of award is low bid wins, they, the owner, shouldn't expect that a contingency is in a contractor's bid. Here's what they should expect. What is contingency? If you go to google.com, you type in definition of contingency, you're going to get two things. A, a provision for an unforeseen event or circumstance, and B, an incidental expense. Well, first of all, A, a provision for an unforeseen event or circumstance, uh, contractors just aren't, aren't going to put that in. And B, an incidental expense, well, that's just a lie. An incidental expense, that's not going to be carried. That's just, that's not what a contingency is. It's not an incidental expense. So that's pretty much not applicable to contractor bidding contingency when low bid wins. What are the exceptions? Well, I will carve out one exception, if you will, something like this. Let's say that you have an airport job. And anyone who's worked in an airport knows that if you're going to be on the tarmac or you're going to go through the airport itself, you're going to have to attend some sort of training, right, on security or driving on the tarmac or whatever. So if you read through the contract and it says in there that, hey, this actual project is inside the airport fence line or whatever it is, and all contractors must be trained. If the contract is short or even silent, probably short on you know, expressing or explaining the duration of the training and the depth of the training, anyone who's done an airport job or anyone who reads the words that you know all employees of the contractor shall be trained prior to working on the job, if they're not specific about how much it costs or how long it should take, you should make some sort of contingency, calculate some sort of contingency because it was identified, you're going to have to be trained, you're going to have to be badged. You should have some sort of contingency where, all right, I'm going to make a reasonable estimate on how much it costs. It's probably going to be four hours per class. Uh, my labor cost is, on average, 50 bucks an hour. I'm going to assume that you know, my, all of my employers are going to spend four hours in this class. 50 bucks an hour, four hours, that's $200. So there should be a contingency for that made of at least $200 for each person who has to go through the class because they did tell you there was training. It wasn't cleared up in the, uh, the addendum stage of the bid. You should be carrying some sort of contingency or estimate, if you will, of what that cost would be. What shouldn't an owner expect? Well, an owner shouldn't expect that a contractor carries, say, blasting costs in a job when the geotechnical report shows zero rock, right? So what normally happens in this situation is the engineer, you know, you're halfway through the job and the engineer comes up and says, hey, why are you making a claim for blasting? You should have expected the blast because, hey, it's typical, you know, here in eastern Missouri that there's rock. You should have, you ought to carry some contingency for blasting in your bid. And then that prudent contractor will turn right back around and say, well, here's your geotechnical report and I've read it. And, you know, that may be true, Mr. Engineer, Ms. Engineer, that, you know, a lot of times in eastern Missouri we do see rock. But I read through your documents, I read through your geotech report, and it says nothing here about hard rock conditions, nor the need for blasting, nor the need for traditional or non-traditional mechanical means of rock excavation. Therefore, based on what you told me to bid the job off of, which were these plans, and this geotechnical report, which talks about silt, silty sand, sandy silts, and clays, I didn't carry any blasting because there's no mention in here of rock. My story. Much of my career over the past four years been doing this for about 30, but the last four years or so, I've been working for a lot of owners, advising a lot of owners. And I think probably that perhaps the perception by the owner that, hey, uh, contractors carry contingencies for that stuff. No, no, we don't. 
I think the reason that a lot of owners expect contractors to carry contingencies is because they see them in the engineer's estimate phase prior to the job. When the budget is being made, because I make those two now, when the budget is being made to whatever, build a school, build a parking lot, the estimate gets done by someone like me, and then, then at the end, my client, who's usually the engineer records, says, oh, well, what are you carrying in contingency? Well, I'm not carrying anything. Well, let's carry 2%, 5%, 15%, whatever it is. So there's a contingency line item on there. That is not the way contractors bid. That is the way uh, a consultant will bid the job to produce a budget for the owner prior to actual bid day. But that contingency is just not carried. It's not, you know, it's not like contractors going to say, oh, okay, well, we're done with the bid. It's a million dollars. Okay, we'll throw in 3% contingency. Well, that $30,000 of contingency or funny money, it's not going to be in there because they might miss the job by $15,000. And that's the reason we threw on that $30,000 worth of fluff or whatever it is. Work safe.